Um, let's do it. Let's do it. What have we done? <laughs> well, I I don't know. And uh, do you know? Do you know what we're doing? Well, I don't. And I kind of like the fact that we don't know what we're doing. We don't know. Like, once again, we don't know. Do you know it's almost what? like we've done this deliberately to ourselves. Uh, why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> Oh, welcome back, everybody. How are we doing? How are we doing? Welcome back to another episode of the That's Rank podcast. I'm your host, one of your hosts, Liam, joined by Mr. Babadina. My net is that Mr. Babadina. <laughs> oh, how stupid. <laughs> yep, that's that rings true, actually. That's what a lot of people have sung to me in the past. Have they? <laughs> it's not very nice. No, my sister used to sing that song at me, actually. She used to call you Mr. Babalina. Mr. Bobolina, Mr. Bob yeah, Bobolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, was the part about the stupid bit, though? That was the start of the song. Oh, that was part of the song. And the chorus, oh, how stupid. Well, that's how it sounded. It was probably one of those cases where it was actually a different lyric. Yeah, but your sister was like, that sounds good, Bobolina. <laughs> stupid Bobolina. <laughs> What's she like? <laughs> uh, I can't believe I've shared that, actually. I've just shared the, the Bobolina story. Is that quite sacred, is it? Not really. It's just surprising what happens sometimes when you do a podcast. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is my childhood nickname that my sister used to tease me with, Bobolina. Yeah, Mr. Bobolina. Now, people that listen to this, I'm sure I'll be hearing, Mr. Bobolina. <laughs> uh, so, we, are, we had such a good time last time Yes, with our cocktails episode. The episode where we clicked a little button on a wheel, yep. it spun around and told us what we were doing yep. without any planning. Without any forethought, that we thought, you know what? Let's try it again. Let's do it again. Let's give it a red hot crack. So, how do we get these uh, these ideas, Liam? These ideas are very, very kindly donated to us mm. via, via, via via our listeners, our our rankers, our rankophiles, um, via our social medias. Yep. So we got that's rank pod at. Why well, did you not like rankophile? I liked it. I actually <laughs> really liked the line that you were going there. Right? Rankophiles. What else do you say? Rankers. Yeah. Rankophiles. Yeah. Rank stains. <laughs> rank stains. Oh, we, we never call our listeners rank stains. That's not very nice. But they, they, they deliver these to us via the, uh, the medium of social media. Mm. Uh, that's rank pod at Gmail. That's rank pod at Twitter. That's mm. rank pod at gmail.com. I said that twice. Instagram is what I meant to say for the second time. Mm-hmm. Some, some people have contributed ideas through an actual medium. Yes. And like, you know, me and you will often uh, get together around a couple of beers and a Ouija board. That's right. And then we're just getting these rank ideas that's popping up out of nowhere. It's amazing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward tonight to ranking uh, most comfiest coffins, which is going to be quite exciting. <laughs> and that was dumb. That we was have dumb. done the favorite ways to die. We have. Uh, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Actually, one of my more favorite episodes. That, 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 that was a, a suggestion, you know. It, it was. From, from the beyond. Well, at the, well John, John Edwards was here. Yeah. <laughs> He told us, <laughs> I'm picturing someone, someone beginning with a, an A, a B, C, D, E, E, yes, um, uh, Egg. I'm getting a message from Egg. You're, I'm, I'm hearing something, I'm hearing something. Your, your mother was a significant person for you in your life. Oh my God, she was. <laughs> How did you know? I'm just, she's, she's here with us now. Oh, what, why? <laughs> I'm naked. <laughs> Have you wondered that about that though? I've always wondered if we were actually haunted by 
naked spirit. people. Yes, by naked people. If, if we're haunted by anybody, I hope it's naked people. No. If, if like when you're doing, you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If, so if when you're in the in the shower, so when people are watching over, yeah, like yeah, you're doing yeah, a poo, yeah. having some personal time. Yeah. If you catch my meaning, you know, is Nana just in the corner going, oh, not again, you know? By personal time, you mean sitting naked on the couch eating nachos? <laughs> That's right. Picking up and and like picking up the cheese out of the hairs on your chest. Yeah. yeah what else could I possibly do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, oh, I feel like it's been a while since we've had a, a cheeky rank. We have had the guests come in last week, so we haven't. It is done a while. That. It is a while. So it's. Uh... No, but I, you have an interesting point. I, I don't want to drop this one yet. Okay, because fair I quite like the. But partly, yes. What are they looking on us on? Yes. But also, you know, when you do go to the great beyond, you are probably naked as well. Like you can't. You're not going to take your clothing and your possessions with you. No, that's what I always find so interesting. Like when you when you hear about ghosts, they're always dressed like them from the Victorian era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. When did she die? 2002. What did yeah. she look like? I don't know, long white flowing gown. She died at a fancy dress and party. Of course it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all of all of them did. But surely you surely you'd be naked, right? It was always like the idea that it's the last thing that you're buried in or that you're seen in uh or is it all bullshit? Well, frankly, it's not all bullshit. Oh, and then okay. frankly, when I get buried, I want an open coffin. Okay. And I want to be naked. The stark naked. The <laughs> stark is. I'm like, so, you know, this is, this is, this is what you've all been missing out on. <laughs> and I'll invite, I'll invite, you know, just all, 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 all exes, all girls yeah. I've had a crush on. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, yeah. you snooze, you lose. That's right. That's, that's, right. that's, that's what'll be written on my gravestone. <laughs> No take backsies. Yeah, and you'll actually be buried in like a clear <laughs> sarcophagus so everyone can actually see. Hung from the ceiling too. <laughs> Hung from the ceiling. Hung right. from the ceiling, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Like, get a bit of gravity assistance, if you know what I'm saying. Hung from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't rigor mortis, baby. <laughs> it does make you more impressive, does rigor mortis, unfortunately. Like probably just adds a few inches, but that's all right. Uh, well, how would you know that, Liam? <laughs> As usual, <laughs> talking a whole lot of shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm sure there are some people out there who that would tell know you. that. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. We- <laughs> one of our one of our listeners, if you're out there carving a knife, sharpening a knife, and uh, yeah, yeah. you know the answer to that question, well, right in, please write, I mean, we, right in. Maybe um maybe do it on the uh, on the Gmail. Because if you put it on the Insta, you might be found a lot quicker. Yeah, put it on the WhatsApp, encrypted. Oh yeah, but I mean WhatsApp, it's still owned by Meta. Meta, that's true. Although apparently they're trying to they're trying to get uh, f- uh, Facebook or Meta to sell WhatsApp because they've got apparently a monopoly on everything. So they're yeah. trying to get them to off off uh, offshoot it. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a boring conversation. I want to. I still want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, Grandpa. But that's why just just on that conversation, like, yeah. it's not that boring because it's like, it's like they finally named their company Meta, yes. which is like everything and everything and, and multiple meanings, and then they're asking they want they want to sell off some of the Meta, yeah. Then it's not really Meta, is it? No. Well, I guess it, I mean Meta's not Meta's not it's quality, not quantity. Well, you could argue, <laughs> you can argue either. Oh my god, um, maybe we shall move into the shall we move on? How, I, we, how we how we looking? Well, I mean, I'm looking pretty good. That's good? pretty. That's pretty standard. So let's move on to the rank, though. Let's rank. So we want to spin the wheel, make the deal, and see what we're ranking this evening. Well, uh, from the rank bank. Well, yeah. We're, probably we're, should explain that, shouldn't we? <laughs> we haven't explained that yet. 
Please, sir. Tell, what, what are we doing now with the wheel? Well, let's, I mean, let's just be transparent let's with do our it. listeners. Yes. You know, we, we had an idea called the Rank Bank, which is people, listeners could write in and we're going to store and save things into the Rank Bank. That's correct. So now all of our, our ideas are in the Rank Bank. That's right. And then we decided that we're going to do this lucky dip type of wheel of death type scenario. Wheel of death. And we, and we were kind of trying to come up with a... Like a name for yeah. it, a punny name. Punny name. But we just like rank back so much. We're like, we're just going to call the whole thing the rank back. We're, we're rebranding. Delve into the rank back. Yeah, we're rebranding. We're rebranding. Yes, and we're going to, um, you know, take a take a mysterious withdrawal. So if you've got a, a lucky a lucky withdrawal, a lucky, so to speak. Well, we'll see how lucky it is because there's some things on this list where if it comes up, you know, I think I think we need to be true to our original plan as well that we will rank anything. We will rank anything. Because there was, you know, we last time we did this, we asked someone to change an idea. Yeah, we poo-pooed an idea. We poo-pooed that idea pretty hard. We've never poo-pooed an idea before. We never have, but we poo-pooed that one. But it should be up to us to take any idea, no matter what it is, and just wing it. Or wing and, it. And see it. what... And, and so the, the idea was favourite Kanye album. That's right. That's and right. I literally could not name you a single Kanye album. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Which is that that's the kind of the point. Is that's that, right. that we then just see what can we come up with? Yeah, we're on the fly. Because I know that I know that Donda is one. That's yes. the most one he released most recently. Oh yeah, I know Donda. Yeah, do you know yeah, Donda? That that's, that's like a yep. Yeah, that's one. Donda. That is one that he released. Yep. And that's about as far as it'd be a short. It'd be a short episode. But but we did promise the we the Trump would presidency. That. That's my number one. The Trump presidency. The Kanye. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kanye's password. Zero 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 for his phone. Did you say that? No. He was at the White House, and there's cameras all over him because obviously he's at the White House with Donald Trump wearing his "Make America Great Again" hat. Yeah. And he pulls out his phone. He wants to show Donald Trump something so bad, and he pulls his phone out, and just the camera is like over his shoulder, looking at his password. looking at his phone. <laughs> and it, it was just it, it was just zero 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 zero. <laughs> I'm not surprised, Kanye. Like if you're Kanye West, if you're someone famous, mm. and someone got a hold of your phone. I'd say the last thing you want is anyone going through it. That's true. I reckon there's some skeletons in most. We all have skeletons, but like famous people, that people pay money for those skeletons. People pay money for it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. Zero 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 zero. You know, for someone who's Jesus, it's probably not the. Uh, yeah, you could try harder. Probably could try harder. Try harder, Kanye. Jesus, Kanye. <laughs> What's he like? What's he like? So we've taken all the ideas from from previous, like anyone who's given us an idea for the rank bank previously, mm. we have entered into the wheel of, of, of misfortune, mm. the wheel of doom, uh, for us to potentially rank without any preparation whatsoever. But do you know what? Go on, please go. Just one idea. Go. That I've just had right now. Oh dear. We're sticking with the rank bank. We're going to put it on the wheel. Yep. But if our listeners have an idea of what we could call our wheel oh, of rank. yes. A funny, clever pun, an interesting idea, a name. Yep. yep. We would be all ears. Yeah, I'd, we'd, we'd love ideas because we, we had a good 20 minutes before we started recording tonight trying to come up with an idea mm. and we came up with the idea that we already had. So yeah. a new idea would be nice and appreciated. That's true. For sure. So put it on, we'll put it out there. It's out. It's out there. Who's going to give us the best name? You win a prize. Oh, shit. I've just promised a prize. Uh, you will win uh, five a $5 scratchy we, you will win a, a rank of your choice. Oh, not even spinning the wheel. So if you provide the winning wheel, Ooh. then we'll rank anything you want us to rank. That's a better prize because it doesn't cost any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, throwing it out there, you mm. can even come on and rank it live. Oh, 
That's an even better prize. Yeah. So if you come up with the the, the wheel, yeah. you can come on and announce the, the title of the wheel, and, and then and then and then give and us then, a rate, and then leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good idea. Imagine that. Just yeah, guys. Yeah, and you can tell all your mates you've been on the uh, on that's ranked podcast. That's right. And then tell them to subscribe, like, leave a message, leave that's a rating right. and review. Yeah. You should be telling your friends to do that anyway. That's right. But you know, yeah. yeah. The, the, and if you haven't, we're disappointed in you. Yeah. Yeah. Not angry. Just disappointed. Just disappointed. <laughs> Are we ready? Are we ready to spin this bad boy? So we have we have a, a, a good selection. We've got about 13 or 14 things wow. on this wheel. Wow. It's a big wheel. It's a pretty big wheel. Actually, the wheel is the same size. The, the, the selections has got smaller. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just on a side note before we start this, yep. I Googled like actual physical wheels to actually purchase to see if we could actually Have an get- actual wheel? And Ikea sell them for about 30 bucks, and they've got about 30 selections around the thing. Really? Yeah. The only downside is you can't, like, write on it, which means we just have to allocate numbers, which is, you know, kind of boring. It's still pretty fun. It is pretty fun. To do it live. I think so. Yeah. And then we can chuck it on the Instas and be like, all right, and we're ranking this today, and we have no other choice because you guys know exactly what it is. That's right. But the wheel is a spinning. The wheel is a spinning, my friend. And that sound means we have a result. I'm anxiously awaiting. Are you? Yes. Because you don't know what it is. No. I mean, I, we, I probably should have like got together who actually recommended these ideas as well. <laughs> Listen, if you, are the, uh, if you are the lovely person who recommended that we rank airlines. I think that was James Hall. James Hall, was it? Yeah. Yep. There yep. we go. Well, you know what? That's what we've got. And I think this, this, um, this speaks pretty close to our hearts as well. You know, we're both travellers. We both love to travel. Anyone who listens to this podcast is pretty well aware of that fact. Mm. We talk about it quite a lot. Mm. But how do we get from A to B? That's the question. Or how do we like to get from A to B? How we'd like to get from A to B and how we get from A to B sometimes differ depending on the dollary dues. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Is there a good connection here somewhere? Well, yeah. Because yeah. sometimes, I mean, I'm not sure about you, but I've paid a lot less money for a lot longer stopover. You've paid a lot less money for a lot longer stopover. Yeah, and okay. Yeah, and in the con- when you're in that moment during that stopover, any regrets? Oh yeah, <laughs> many. Because it was also a cheap airline, so it kind of just ticked all the boxes. Mm. Mm. Actually, do you know? When, do you know when it was? It was when I went to Japan with my brother. Um, oh, yeah. and we flew Air Asia. Right uh, now, Air Asia is obviously the budget airline, cheap to get around places, mm. which is really nice, but. You know, you go through the – I'm not sure if they still do this, but you used to go through the old airport at Kuala Lumpur. Yep. It's not the new fancy KLIA one. It's the one that used to be the international airport. Yeah. Old rickety shack. Yeah. Um, both times, going to Japan and from Japan, delays. Yeah. Around about four to eight hours in, in waiting. Oh, yeah. And I remember coming back from coming back from Japan, we got stuck in that airport, and yeah. the speakers were always going off, like, you know, the, the ding, 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 ding. And then the messages. Yeah. The messages were kind of like, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Constantly, nonstop. And then they started going over the top of each other. And I remember my brother, my brother's very, um, he's very audibly switched on. Yes, so he's listening. He was, he was losing his mind. He was, he was hearing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously the, the flight itself, no food. Well, it's one of those things where you mess it, you, you, you're announcing everything, which kind of negates the point of announcing 
anything. <laughs> because like, you can't actually hear any of it, yeah. right? People are zoning out. Like, at what point were you like, plop, 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 plop. So I don't know why I made that noise, but it just seemed like the natural. That's, that's the sound my mouth was making. So you're there and you hear the pop, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, that's our flight." Yeah. It's like no, no, no one can hear that. We're about to have on the gate too. Thirteen fifty-five. Pretty sure it's us, guys. Let's go. Let's move. Any people that like that, that's just that, that, that announcement system is just for dogs because they're the only things that can actually hear it. You're like, oh, so humans read the screen, but what you don't realise is that there's a whole dog airport next door that That's relies right. purely on the indi- what we think is indistinguishable sounds, but to the dogs. Yep. Perfectly clear announcement. So I just followed the Shiba Inus to the flight to Tokyo. And That's away right. Away we went. That's right. That's right. Sorted. <laughs> Shiba Inus would never fly AirAsia. They're, right. too, they're too classy for that. That's right. Although, you know, AirAsia, you know, you jump on the old dog sled and mush, mush, all, <laughs> yes. the, way to, all the way to the gate. All the way down the runway. <laughs> <laughs> but even even that um, there's another time the the longest stopover I've ever had in, yep. at an airport yep. was flying with Malaysian Airlines. Ah, yes. I was on the way to London. I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this before, where I thought I was purchasing a ticket with a four hour stopover. Mm. It was actually a 28 hour stopover. Mm. Mm. And while that wasn't like my intention, yeah, you know, cheaper ticket, I got duped. I got duped. I must admit. It's not a lot of fun. What's that? Not a lot of fun. Because I, I also have been through stages of life where for me it was like, oh, I can suddenly now I can travel for $500 somewhere. Yeah. Or I can travel for a pound. So for a while there, Ryanair, when I was living in the UK, Ryanair had a one pound flight. Massive, right? Yeah. So like with, with taxes, you could end up going to, to Paris for the for like the weekend. How, like, much were, how much were the taxes out of interest? Not that much, to be honest. 250 quid. But the, but the thing is, I was living in Edinburgh and it would only go from Glasgow and then it would go to an airport an hour out of Paris. So by the time you paid for the transfer to Glasgow, by the time you paid for the transfer back you know, from Paris and from, from, all, from Paris all, to bloody... From Orly to... Orly. Orly's not... So it's Charles de Gaulle in Paris and mm. then Orly is the, the more the distant airport. Well, this was uh, maybe even further than that. It was in Nice. This was like, yeah, this was just, this was in Nice. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is Normandy. That's why it was so cheap because, yeah, yeah. you know, you didn't have to fly as far. You literally flew like 20 minutes to the other, to the other coast. <laughs> the cash, yeah, that's what from anybody. It was just a quick transfer to Devon. Yeah. And then a really quick flight to Normandy and then a five-hour transfer to Paris. That's it was right. such a great, like, cheap option. It was amazing. One pound of a plane, one pound of a ticket. It was ridiculous. <laughs> the things we do, the things we do for a cheap flight. But do you know what's funny? Like I, you know, I, I've been Dover. Sorry, not Devon. Dover. What am I saying? Uh, do you know what? I, I still I knew what you meant. Mm. I knew Dover. Yeah. But yeah, when yeah. you said Devon, I thought that sounds delicious. Well, I think Devon's just you know synonymous with milk and cheese. That's probably why it popped, the first thing that popped into my head. That checks out. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> but I, I, I was famously a travel agent. Famously. <laughs> Famous. Famously a travel agent. Most famous says Thomas Cook and yep. then there's Liam Thomas Cook, the first ever travel agent. Yeah, everyone knows that. Everyone Liam. knows that. Everyone knows that. <laughs> um, and, so, and it's funny now, when I, when I, well, before I left, it's been a few years now, but some of those low-cost, quote-unquote, mm. carriers would end up being more expensive than the, the better options because once you added this and added that and added yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Once you add, add, add. But then also... It costs a lot of money to spend 14 hours in an airport. Like I remember I got a cheap flight, AirAsia, um, and I stopped in the KL airport. Yep. 
And I was there overnight. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just like fucking torture. <laughs> I was like, God, I've lasted like an hour and a half. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So I went and stayed in the AirAsia Hotel. Oh, yeah. Which is designed for people who regret. I have been in that same hotel. Yes. And you're there, and this is very much the purpose of it, is for those who regret their decision. Can I ask a question? Yes. Did you pay the extra for the air conditioning or no? Well, I can't even recall. Yeah. I don't, I probably. I'm pretty sure at that airport, at at that hotel, Mm. it was like you had to pay for the towel. You had to pay for the air conditioning. You had to pay for the TV to work. You had to pay for the shower. Which is very on brand for AirAsia, if we're to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, everything, anything additional you want, the TV. Mm. Well, what happened to me was I uh, got there. And I decided I balked, balked at the idea, and I went to KL to stay at the airport, mm. and then at the hotel, and then I tried to pay for it on my credit card, and I hadn't set my credit card up to have transactions from Malaysia. Oh, but no. I set my credit card up to have transactions from the places I was going, Yeah, and then my credit card got blocked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll tell you what, it was one of those moments where I was like, this is just terrible. One of those moments where like your, your wits are pushed to their extremes. And then like, you nearly explode. Well, I'm going to call back to a previous episode, which oh. is airport traditions. Oh, yes. Because the next morning yep. when I paid for my towel yep. and I paid for the use of water yep. and, and, I, and my air con or whatever it was, yep. I got dressed yep. and I went to the Starbucks yep. and I got myself a coffee yep. and I got myself a ham and cheese pastry. Yep. This was like one of the origination, the, the origin, like this was the, the dawn of the, the rise of the importance of the ham and cheese pastry to me. And I think it's like a, like a, like a Freudian kind of. It was a redeemer. It was a it redeemer. Was a redeemer. Yeah, it was a it redeemer. It was a redeemer. All of a sudden, I've had my coffee, I've had yeah. a sleep, and I've had a, a ham and cheese, like toasted croissant, and yeah. I'm ready to go. And yeah. I'm like, travel. Some people go to Rio to see Christ the Redeemer. You go to KL Airport to see Starbucks the Redeemer. St- <laughs> That's right. That's it. Yeah, that's right. They don't know what they're missing out on. No. It's much further to Rio. I mean, geez, what a waste, <laughs> what a waste of money that is. <laughs> We're going to go to Starbucks at the KL Airport. <laughs> but you're right. So I now pay. I pay. I pay. Yes. I pay for the slightly nicer airline. Yeah, yeah. I pay generally try to pay for the leg room. Yep. And overall, I think it actually, well, not only does it, but you still probably end up paying more, but you're not as exhausted or destroyed when you get there. And you're not as exhausted or destroyed when you get back. Yeah, yeah 100%. Because, you know, often you're getting back and you're going straight into work. Yep. And if you've just done a 24-hour gauntlet, yep. you know. That's like what it is. just literally Arnold Schwarzenegger and Running Man. <laughs> like, if you just got to the very end of the film and you're just like, oh, God. Godard. You can't go back. <laughs> Where's the Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> you'll call that a ham and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> You'll say Air Asia, it's more like Air Cramp Spacia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's one of the worst jokes I've ever made. Do you know, I you know, we often talk about the reach. Um that was like Mary Poppins bag reaching down <laughs> right into the bottom of that pun bag, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you when you live. That's right. When you improv. Yeah, literally no planning whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? This is what kind of like I like about this though. It's kind of testing our kind of our our chops to kind of think on our feet. And, That's you know, right. That's it's a bit right. more real. A bit more. You know. A bit mm. more. Um. A bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Lively. Yeah. Spontaneous. Yeah. And miscellaneous. It sure is. Talking about throwbacks. <laughs> Moses. But no, I think I think I'm the same as you. Like nowadays, I'm getting a bit on, getting a bit older. The, the cheap doing it on the cheap isn't as important isn't mm. as important to me mm. don't get me wrong 
those nice airlines, which I will talk about in mm. once we get to ranking, those nice airlines I do definitely like to see when the cheap flights come up. Yes. You know, I won't travel in the peak times. I think that's what the, 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 the trick is. Mm. Like you don't go to America or to Rio during Mardi Gras because you're going to be paying through the nose. Mm. You just don't go to America or the city in America that is holding the Super Bowl because it's going to be paying through the nose. That's right. You heard it here first, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Life advice. Don't go to Mardi Gras in Rio. That's right. Terrible. You have a terrible time. Terrible time. <laughs> if you want cheap and when the streets are dead and not lively. <laughs> you can go to Starbucks and yep. the KLF. That's right. Bloody good. And cheaper. That's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all Life about. Life experiences, bah. That's right. Nuts to that. <laughs> no, but I hear you. I don't I, – yeah. I actually generally don't like like big big public, big touristy spots and places. No, I'm the same. Mm, I'm I, the lo- same. I love going places off-season. Off-season yeah. is the best time to go places. Off-piste. Well, sometimes – like I know I, I know we always bring it up, but like Japan in summer, mm. don't go to Japan in summer. Hot. It's, it's oppressively hot. Is it? Yeah, mm. and, and humid. It's the double whammy. <laughs> and, and, and it's almost impossible the to double do. double hammy. Yeah, that's it. I think I've just realised the name of my signature sandwich at my sandwich shop. The double hammy? The double hammy. There we go. The double hammy. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. What's in it? Ham twice. Yeah, it's... it's, <laughs> um, it's uh, well, this is going to be relevant only to me because okay. a Pedro Almodovar film called Yamon Yamon uh-huh. Which I, which is not referring to ham. No. But when I hear someone say Yemon, I think of ham. So yeah. I, when I first what looked to try to find <laughs> Yemon, Yemon, I was like, "What is this film about ham?" Yeah, but it's a guy called Hamon. I haven't seen it. It's waiting for me. I'm waiting to watch it. Maybe it will be about ham. <laughs> Maybe I think. I actually don't think it is. I think it's a. I think it's like about a relationship. Um, It'll be the dream for you though if it is about ham. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Hamon, Yemon, Yemon. Well, speaking of ham, mm. the best airlines. Always serve you some food, right? That's true. Sometimes, oh, good, good, good point. Yeah, a little cheeky block of ham. Sometimes those little obligatory sa- uh, salads they give you mm. in the in the corner of the uh, mm. of the dish. What's your favourite part of the airport meal? The airport meal or the airplane airplane meal. meal. Um, Pardon me. Well, I mean, we have discussed previously the bread on the on the hot dish, which that's, I know which I know is yours. That's okay. So we've already talked we, about. We it. I was going to reference it again. Yeah, because it's just I just love it so much. I know you do. I know you do. But the, the cheese and the crackers sometimes. Also. We also reference that in in, the, in our airplane tradition mm-hmm. our episode. Airport the airport tradition episode famously got onto airplane traditions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. But, so at what point? Yes. Did all air or all airplane snacks? Yeah. Uh, denigrate themselves to being the. What are they like? The little flavored rice crispy, thing, rice, rice crispy rice things. Crackers, yeah. You know, like every single airline now the ones gives you like you, a little packet of yeah. multicolored rice salted flavor. The kind, the kind of, of ones that, for some reason, like stick to the side of your mouth and sometimes burn under your tongue for yeah. some really yeah, the kind of things that you yeah. literally don't eat at any other stage of the year. No, and I always ask Ever. for more on those planes as well. <laughs> I finish them. I'm like, can I have a beer with this? And they're like, yes, here's a beer. And can I say, also have more of those little snacky things? What, what are they? Do you ever have you ever seen them outside of the? I think they're just little like soy crisp things, like soy crisp. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah, I, I I despise the taste of them, mm. but for some reason on the plane, well, on the plane stack the standard, them up. The standards drop in general on the plane. Well, it's like, like, like with meals, but we're talking about airplane meals now. I guess that's what we will, actually what we will talk about. Well, I guess it might be. I guess it might be because it might factor into why it's your favorite airline. Right. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to think in my head how I'm going to rank this. I'm pretty sure I've got a pretty good idea, 
but I'm not quite sure yet. I've got like a few options knocking around, and this is probably why we're. This is probably why we're. Um, it may sound like just ramblings. Yes, but we're buying time, people. We're buying time <laughs> while we think about our list, and I'm trying to decide whether or not I go for like. Like, like my favourite airlines. Like, do people want to listen to a podcast of me talking about legroom, no. chair design, probably not meals, maybe. But um, <laughs> want to, or do we? Are we referencing experiences? You know, why are they our favourite airline? It's because of the experience that we had on it. Well, this is the thing about these po- these podcasts. Usually, mm. is we don't discuss our our list with each mm. other beforehand. Obviously, we can't because we don't have our lists. No, but how we interpret that list still comes into play. Mm. So, how we interpret airlines. Could be anything. You mm. might have like a little like um, you might like Pan Am because you like how it looks on the old nineteen seventies TV shows. Never been on Pan Am. No, it doesn't exist anymore. However, yes, on those on those TV shows, it did look bloody good. Yeah, lots of leg room. Lots of leg like, room. Every chair was first class back then. It was though. Mm. Like you look back at those those at those planes back mm. in the day, mm. back in there, and like everyone has just like the the most amount of room. And then capitalism took up. Like how mm. many seats can we cram into this bad boy? But this is the thing, though, man. This is the thing. Because when I first went to the UK yep. in 2003, okay. I paid $1,700 yeah. for my flight. Yeah. Um, 13 years later, I went to – I haven't gone – I haven't been to Europe since I came back from that trip. Okay. So about 13 years later, I went to America. Yeah. I flew further – to Chicago, to New York, sorry. Yep. $1,300 return. So I'm like, and I'm the first person, like when I step foot, and that, that, that 28 hours, yeah, which was about 28 hours, was fucking torture. Yeah. Because I am like, I'm a large person. You're, you're a minuscule s- man. I'm six foot six. Mm. So I'm tall. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I'm slender. Yes. <laughs> Some would call you lanky. Maybe <laughs> flanky. You're broad. You're broad. You got broad shoulders. I got broad shoulders. Big yeah. boned. Yes, torture. Yeah. But thirteen hundred dollars. And I was like, well, I'm not sure if I can complain because the price has actually only gone down. Yeah. Yet inflation, inflation, shamation. It didn't really count for, for air travel. Like again, mm. like when I was selling tickets as a travel agent, it was mm. I couldn't make heads and tails of like how they worked out pricing for flights. Well, you can't make heads and tails of it. Until you step into the economy class cabin yeah. on that long flight, and then it makes perfect sense. Yeah, but you know, you could have, you could have paid thirteen hundred bucks for that ticket and being sat next to someone who paid two thousand two hundred, and to your left could have been someone who paid nine hundred and fifty. Really? Yeah. So economy class in itself is broken down into about eighteen different classes of pricing. Really? And once the tickets sell out in that pricing, it'll change and go up. It'll go up. It'll go up. So the more the more they sell, the more they charge. And then the sale comes on. They'll they'll open up another class down here that was closed to everyone before, but now it's really? open. Yeah, it's a fascinating like the fascinating how they work it all out. Bloody hell! So have you ever been like trying to buy book a flight and all of a sudden it goes up like two hundred bucks inconspicuably? Mm. It's mm. two things. It's either your cookies on your computer playing funny games with you, or they've just sold the last ticket in that 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 class mm. and they've all gone. They've all gone up. Explain to me, explain to us in the audience, Lamb, yep. how the cookies can turn against us when so, it comes to this. A lot of the websites like your um, Webjets and your Bookings.coms and stuff mm. like that, allegedly they are they, cookie-based. They cook, well, they, they, they see that you're on a, on a site. So if mm. you're on there and you click off it and go do something else and come back to it, then you come back to it, the price would have gone up. What? Yeah, yeah. So they can see, they, can, they, they kind of look at your traffic and they know what you're interested in and they'll adjust. Based on that, so the more you, the more you um, allegedly ponder, yes, 
and try to make a rational decision. Yeah, and they'll always they'll always be like one room left, one room left, and then always, you, and you always. buy that you buy that room, and lo and behold, you can still go another one, buy another, another one if room. you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's just, that's the sales. You can't you can't fault them for that. That's you know creating urgency. And I guess it is why you know like it's like the whole it is why. Airlines are so cheap. It's why, mm. you know, it's because it's competitive. That's why you get airlines. Well, that's what it is. That's why you get yep. all these airlines that allow, allow yep. you to travel the world cheap. That's it. And that's yep. all it is. Like you, or, or used to allow us to travel the world cheap. Well, back in, back in the day when I started, when I first started, there was Qantas. Domestically, there was Qantas mm. and that was pretty much it. Yeah. And a flight from here to Sydney would cost you 600 bucks one way. Mm. Then you've got Virgin and you've got Jetstar. All of a sudden, that flight with Qantas Price comes down. It's like 300 bucks. Yeah. Halves. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about pricing. We're not here to talk about any of that kind it's of stuff. A little bit of the, it's a little bit of the equation, though, isn't it? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. How does it factor into yours? Would you like to start off with our number three? Oh, jeez, I'm I'm on the fly here. Oh yeah, I'm 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 struggling a little bit to figure out how I'm going to do this. So I can't even tell when your puns are intended anymore. That was not intended. No, good no, thank you for drawing the attention to my own pun. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, good sir. My number three. Yes. I'm going to go for a, a Thai low-cost carrier. Oh. No. Oh, God. This is the- I'm withdrawing already. <laughs> I'm withdrawing that one already. <laughs> <laughs> this is live on the moment, people. Live on the moment. Okay. Singapore Airlines circa 2003. Wow, you're going specific to a year. Well, yeah, you have to, really. Okay. You kind okay. of have to because airlines do change a lot. Righto. Singapore Airlines, 2003, first solo trip abroad. I packed it all up and went backpacking. Yep. I just remember that very first flight. Still has a, a moment to me. And I just I remember back in the day, like it was, it did have more room. Yep. Um, the whole experience felt like a bit more comfortable. Okay. Um, you know, very, I'm sure if I was to go back there now, it, would, it probably would be a little bit, um, but you know, but then you step foot on, how, how often do you step foot in a plane? And I'm, I swear, I'm like, this is the same seat since 20 years ago. Oh, this yeah. plane was built in like some planes were built in like 1979. Yeah, and you're up in the sky, you're like Jesus Christ, like, how is this thing? It's an old technology, yeah. you know, and they just haven't laid it out. They haven't updated it. Yeah. Funnily enough, Jesus Christ actually keeps it up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like I just remember, I remember um, the chairs. I remember like just how much fun I had, like on what, like what, what, all of a sudden watching every movie that I could. So 2003 would have been. Right at the, at the start of the of the peak of the in the back of yeah. seat entertainment. I was kind of. in the UK when um, what was the one that uh, Ryanair was the Irish airline. What was the one? EasyJet. EasyJet. I was living there when that kind of first basically came up. Yeah, um, and I remember some of those chairs were, were horrible. Oh yeah. So yeah, like Singapore Airlines at the time. So because there was a couple of times where I flew. Qantas as well. Like I got like a, so I got over there and I had to come back for whatever reason. And I cashed in some frequent flyers and I came back on. I did like a return from Qantas back. Yeah. So like I was just coming back for some family thing or a visa thing. So I came back, went back on Qantas and that. But at that stage, like the Qantas flight still had the the communal TV, the old drop downs, the old drop down where yeah. everyone watched the same bloody movie. Yeah. And it was just like torture. Here's Dirty Dancing and, too. And this was what I remembered. So like my my main experience of flights was from a trip we took as a family. Yeah. Back in 1994. Mm-hmm. And we went to America. We went all around. We did a round world trip actually. And we literally just watched Nick Nolte and Blue Chips. Blue Chips film. Do you yep. remember that film? No. So Shaquille O'Neal, Anthony Hardaway, Nick Nolte made a film about college basketball. Oh, Shaq Fu. 
blue chips, Liam. Shack. Okay. Blue chips. <laughs> and four weddings and a funeral. Like I literally saw four weddings and a funeral like ten times because it was a shared screen. So I was kind of scarred. Oh, wait. So, so they didn't like play a new movie every single time. They just thought, you know what? Four weddings and a funeral. Same. Just in case Jim in 4C yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah, it last time. Yeah. We'll play it again. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So like Qantas would buy like four movies. Right. And then you'd step onto the plane and they'd play all four movies and you'd end up in um, wherever. You'd end up in <laughs> Singapore. And then you'd get back on the plane. Yeah. And they'd play the same four movies because it's like another flight. Do you know what I mean? So you just watch the same. So I was kind of tortured by this. So that, oh, Singapore Airlines blew me away. I got to walk around Changi Airport for the first time and I was like, damn, this place is amazing. I got to like, the, the food just was really good. Yeah. That was my first encounter with, with uh, Burger King at the yeah. airport, which yeah. I've referred to in a previous episode. Yeah. And, and I just remembered this flight, like I was watching movies and I was getting up. And I was going and, and, and looking out the window. And I remember just like, I just I did that a lot. I'd yeah. go and hang out in like the, the, the hangout area. Mm-hmm. Feel, it all feels like there was just more room, honestly. It just feels like there was more room. Yeah. And I'd go to the hangout area and I just spent like, I spent a while just staring out the window. And we, we flew over Afghanistan during, oh, wow. and it was during the war. And I was looking down and I was like, just Afghanistan, look at that mountainous terrain. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm not in Kansas anymore. It was just those little moments. Yeah. And Singapore was always my favorite airline up until. My next, my next choice, which then uh, usurped Singapore. Well, Singapore was always my number one. Yep. It's now being usurped. Yep. And I'll explain that in a bit. Of course. But otherwise, Singapore, great airport, great airline. But also like a, you, you linked it back to a very specific time on that airline that mm. you know, kind of form, formed realistically what has become modern day airline travel. Yes. The, the, the seat back TVs, the, the movies on demand, all that kind of stuff. This was the know. first, this was the early days of it. I'd never yeah. been on a plane with a seat back TV before. No. In so, fact, I remember it being like if you walked onto a plane and you, uh, the first thing I would do is I'd get to the first row because business yeah, class yeah, always exactly. had them. Yeah. As soon as you get to that first, that first row, mm. you flick your head around. It's like, yes, televisions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Ripper. It is quite disheartening, though, when you sit down and you're in a full plane, a full flight, and your TV doesn't work. As, no, that is that is a disaster. In fact, I'll tell you a quick story. And it happens a lot. I'll tell you a quick story. Flying from, uh, it was from LA to Paris, so not exactly the shortest flight in the world. Um, Jesus. It's about 14 hours. Yes. And I, I got an exit, exit room. Or, as they would say, couture. That's what they would say. <laughs> 14 hours Was it Air France? It was Air France oh. And um, the middle I, I was very lucky enough to um, Get the bulkhead So the extra leg room The extra leg room said you can't bring it Because the TV's kind of tucked into, into the side of the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the rest Right yeah. That flight I was sat next to two rugby players So Oh you squeezed I, in Like you I'm not a small bloke yeah. These blokes were bigger so we literally, yeah. we literally could have linked arms and like just fallen asleep on each other's shoulders. That's how yeah, yeah. that's how like shouldery it was in that little. Yeah. yeah. But I pulled my TV. You, up. you were flying and they were training to go into like the pack the scrum. Yeah, yeah. The scrum. Yeah. Or scrum training. Yeah. I learned a lot from them that flight. And one of the things I learned was uh, was politeness because my TV didn't work. The gentleman to my left wasn't watching the television. Oh. He was sleeping. He's obviously a very good plane sleeper, and offered to tilt his screen so I could watch his. Movie screen while he slept. Really? Yeah. Very kind. It was very kind. A, a rugby player with a heart of gold. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? All right. Well, I guess it's up to my number three now. Okay. Can I say one thing? Sure. Please do. 
Uh, just probably talking about Singapore Airlines and, and, and the jump from old planes to new planes yeah. back then. Yeah. The trip that I took in 1994, there was smoking still out on the plane. I remember you saying this in the last podcast yeah, and you didn't really go yeah, into yeah. like what that was, but like. I, rec- still, I remember it. I remember just literally it was the same people at the back of the plane just smoking the whole way through. Surely the- and I remember the smoke yeah. coming through the carriage. Yeah. Like it was just disgusting. Like I've been, I've been in bars where you can smoke still like and yeah, yeah. it just lingers. Like even when I was working, oh, it's the, disgusting. When I was working at the casino in the high rollers room for that week and a half, I was in there. Yeah, they could smoke in there, and yeah. even though they had the vents in front of the the chips and stuff mm. like that, so there was a vent in front of the dealer, so the dealer wasn't getting all the secondary. How they get around that? How they? How they? Isn't that against the law? Yeah, but if you're spending millions of dollars, you just pay the government a bit extra. Yeah, right. So they paid the fine. Allegedly, I'm saying allegedly a lot this episode. Allegedly, allegedly. All right, should I do my? I'll do my number three. Unless you got something else, well, you better. You probably we should do your number three because I'm just going to take us on a tangent as to <laughs> smoking and how disgusting it was and how, at the time, we but that's thought, your, that, at the time we were worried about. Ah, oh, what about the old guy at the bar that's been sitting there? So I was like, no, no, there's not a single person there that's like, yeah, smoking inside. I wish it would come back. Yeah, no one wants smoking to come back. Not even smokers. It's like that is that's that's the it's, it's how fu- do we tolerate? It's, that? it's funny, right? Because like it, it, I, I'm the same. Like I'm, I know oftentimes when I go back to Japan, they do allow smoking in some bars. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, nah, You're like, this is gross. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah, just lingering here. Well. Speaking about airports, yeah. it's like ever stepping foot into the smoking room. Oh, the smoking rooms are amazing. Like the most horrible, yeah. like the most horrible, decrepit place on earth. Here's your cell. <laughs> Step in and you walk in, it's like a plume. Like you don't even need to light up a cigarette. Oh, God. Like it's almost actually better for you smoking the cigarette than just being in the smoking room. <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. disgusting. Okay, sorry. All right, my number three, I'm going to go in New Zealand. Ah, oh, I heard it's a very good airline. Um, they are, they are, they are tops. Yeah, they are tops. But this is, um, I've flown them a few times from Perth to Auckland. Mm. Um, but the one that really kind of stood out to me was the flight that I took from um, Auckland to LA. So right. one of their longer haul flights. Yes. And the reason, the reason was was because obviously, first of all, the safety videos. Right. In New Zealand, do and always have done the best safety videos of any airline. Quite famous for it, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. They've, they've got movie stars in them. Like they're really Sports guys, it. Lord of the Rings, like yeah. all like depending on what the kind of theme is, yeah. they'll, they'll do something. The one that I remember That's from, literally it. They just deviate between the All Blacks and yeah. Lord of the Rings. It's what, like, <laughs> what else have they got? <laughs> Taika Waititi, actually. Oh, now got actually, yeah. they got yeah, a third yeah. part of the puzzle. There. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, I'm, I'm no, no joke, I reckon the current Air New Zealand flights have Taika Waititi in it. I'm just What's the bet? What's the bet? I, I, it's probably a pretty safe bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. We're not just shout out. We're not we're not we're not um, trying to offend anybody here, are we? Are we being offensive though? We're being I, a bit I, arrogant, cheeky Australians. No, I often try and offend uh, Kiwis <laughs> as often as possible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually just googling because I need to know what this guy. Because there was a, a very specific. That's him. A very specific American fitness guru who was the sole front and center of the uh, in New Zealand safety video when I was traveling. One Richard Simmons. <laughs> it was like the campest, most amazing safety video ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be fair, if most airlines that you go on, you pay how much attention to the, the safety videos? Zero. 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 If, if you could give less than zero, you would. Yes. In New Zealand, 
they make it digestible. They make it watchable, and so much mm. so that you've got a silly little grin on your face the entire mm. time you're watching the uh, them tell you how to put a life jacket on. Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. And like Richard Simmons is the one that sticks out in my head, mm. but I have seen the Lord of Rings one. I've seen. Oh, it doesn't matter. But this particular Look, many people don't realize that Richard Simmons was in Lord of the Rings. Was he? Uh, no, no. I thought, I thought I was going to go. I thought that was a joke that I had somewhere, and I was going to make like a, like a Gimli joke. But then I realized after I set the joke up, it wasn't a very good joke. That's fine. You know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's right. So you could have just sat there and said nothing. Would that have been better? Who's to say? Maybe. Who's I, feel, to say? I feel like I just blocked my own shot. I'm like, <laughs> I took the shot. And then I just like, get that garbage out of here. Absolutely bricked your own shit. <laughs> but and you said also like, um, also was, it was just a good airline. The actual hosties have that kind of uh, Kiwi... Uh, hospitality, that like Kiwi yeah, niceness to them. Yeah. Oh, kia ora. Like everything they say is all like, yeah. it's, they're so chipper, they're all so yeah. perky, yeah. even like two in the morning when you're, you know, everyone's asleep yeah. and you're not sleeping yeah. and you're like, hey, can I please have like a beer? They're like, oh, no, no worries, bro. Yeah. And, like, and, and yeah. they're, they're, they're really, they're, they're awesome. The, again, we'll bring it up because you have to, the seats, comfortable. Pitch, very good. Inflight entertainment, some of the best I've ever had. Really? Oh, extensive. Extensive. You don't feel like a movie? That's fine. Yeah. There's like 14 yeah. box sets you can choose from. Yeah. Oh, wow. man. Wow. It's like the, there's the Lord of the Rings channel, the Taika yep. Waititi channel, the yep. Sam Neill channel. Yep. And then current blockbusters. Yeah. Like that's it. So you can just go through. But there's only two current blockbusters. The rest of the, the data is given towards. <laughs> the Half the collection is yeah. Sam Neill films. <laughs> uh, you've taught me something. I thought he was Australian. No, I think he's from, I think most, uh, most, Most Australian celebrities aren't from Australia. <laughs> no. Like I think Russell Crowe's from New Zealand, yeah. Sam Neill's from New Zealand, yeah. Nicole Kidman and Mel Gibson are from America. We're quite happy to they can have Mel Gibson there, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like mo- most American actors are from Canada. It's, yeah. It's the same yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of. So Michael J. Fox apparently from Ottawa. Yeah, Edmonton. Thank you. Someone was paying attention to the quiz last night. <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, but no, but in New Zealand, I remember like I remember so fondly because it got me to this trip that I was doing like a really kind of it was quite a nerve wracking trip. Mm. I was meeting a friend who I hadn't seen in a long time. We were going to rent a van and then just drive mm. like nonstop for four or five months around America. Yeah, we hadn't. I had no idea what was around the corner. Yeah, but I remember that flight being very instrumental in like relaxing me and making me quite chill. Yeah. So by the time I got to America and got to their customs, which are notoriously friendly, yeah. um, I was, you know, I was ready for it. Yeah, I was yeah, ready yeah. to attack yeah. the day and, and, yeah. and go gung-ho into a, into a road trip. And New Zealand. I think it's quite highly ranked too. I think, I think you generally see that New Zealand is one of the top, one of the top ones. If I was flying back to America, yeah. I, I would take New Zealand again. Well, I'd, yeah, I I'd pay the extra I would, for it. I don't like quant- – Generally, don't like Qantas. I'm just going to say that. I think Qantas is uh, ever since Rain Man, Qantas has just fallen back on its safety record. Yeah, and they've, and they've, they've neglected. Qantas never crashed. Qantas and, never crashed. And they've neglected in-flight entertainment. They've neglected the seats. They've neglected it all. Whereas Air New Zealand has a good rep. Shooting from the hip. Well, this is just, I'm, I'm honest. Um, and I think, like, I've never flown in New Zealand, but I've always kind of wanted to. Yeah. And generally, I've actually always just wanted to go to New Zealand. Honestly, they um they are one of the more expensive options, but mm. for good reason. And that's what we discussed. Yeah. It's worth paying. You get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Yeah. You it's get worth, what you pay for. It's worth it. So in New Zealand, my number three. My number two. Doozies. Cafe Pacific. Oh. And now this is my definitely my boring choice. Like, how can I make this interesting? Yeah. 
I, I flew, I've flown Cafe Pacific once. Yep. <laughs> which was to and from uh, Taiwan, like a, like one trip, yep. like one, one one trip. Yep. And blew me away. Cool. Because of the chairs. Oh, they've got, they've yes. got the Airbus and they've got those chairs. Like they, they, they spent the money on the chairs, which are like the, it's like a cell or a pod. Yep. Each chair has your little pod and the chair moves up and down in the pod. Yes. But no one can put the bloody chair back on you or any, there's none of those like chair politics. And it just felt like there was more room. Like it was a more, it was a smarter chair design, a better ergonomic choice. And yeah. I was just like, this has blown me away. And now to the point where, I'm always trying to hunt down like flights, like, and I, I, I based it for a while on the plane model. I was like, hey, so it's yeah. this Airbus, I'm like, gotta find it. Never seen it since. It's a very popular thing for people to do as well. Is like try and book their flights based purely on what flight and what plane it is on. Yeah, yeah. And, but but what I realised was the Airbus. Well, there's lots of types of Airbuses, yes. and most of them have shitty chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I realised that my, my, my journey, it was folly to, 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 to try to hunt down this chair design. Yeah. And like, oh, good. It's like the Concorde of, of chairs. Like it was a superior design that yeah. for whatever reason hasn't, just hasn't lasted sure. in the tough um, in the tough. Uh, well, you know why. Market. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Because yeah. it take up, takes up too much room. But it, but it, but it shouldn't have, right? Because it seemed like at the time it, feel, it felt like it was a um, – it felt like it was a design – that was, you know, more. Um, what's the word? Like, 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 you could still like, e- like e- economical. So you could still fit the yes. same people in, but there was yeah. a slight degree of comfort, and there was certainly not, not going to be people thrown down over putting your chair back because people throw down over put the chair. Well, back. Well, I was going to say because we again we did touch on this when we were in our airport and airline, so we won't go into it too much. But I do enjoy the fact that you call it chair politics because mm. that's literally what it is. It's, ch- <laughs> it's, it's literally really people have different opinions on what should be allowed and what shouldn't be allowed. That's true. That's true. You know. People people definitely had different opinions. And you and me, you and me chair are, back, chair forward. Or you and me are the dictators of chair politics because we put our knees up so no one can do anything with that chair. Yeah, bloody hell. Except what we want them to yeah, do, yeah, which is yeah. nothing. Yeah. But we also don't have much of a choice, really. Yeah. You know, we're like the like, we're like the United States of chair politics, and that once we've once we've assumed a position of authority, yeah, yeah. and we've stuck the knees in, yeah. we actually can't give up that power because as soon as we give an inch, weakness, weakness. the chair comes back. Yeah, it's weakness. Yeah, so yeah. we're like we're like we're like geopolitically, we're navigating <laughs> the world like the like the American Empire. That's right. Yeah. Can't show weakness. Yeah, it's funny. I'm, I'm trying to think about. I'm trying to like because I probably could. I could probably like give a little leeway. Because I'm about four inches shorter than you are, right? Mm. So I could probably just put tuck the legs in just a little bit to let them come back yeah, to me, yeah, but I yeah. don't. So well, who, who, yeah. who would I be politically in that case? Um, so you could I pull could, it back, I but you could. don't. I could, but I don't. Russia, right? No, like if you could say so you could be a bit – you could have a bit more austerity, but you don't. You're the Greeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you right. could. You probably could rein it in a little bit. You probably yeah. should rein it in a little bit, but like, no. <laughs> Fuck this! I'm leaving the chairs. The knees are in yeah, the back of the chair, no matter what. Knees are up regardless. <laughs> uh, um, shout out to all the Greek listeners out there. Um, <laughs> we've, we've actually this has been an interesting episode. I think we've insulted. Yeah. We've definitely insulted people. We've, we've also we've complimented and insulted people from New Zealand. Yes, uh, people from America. Yep, and now the Greeks. Yep. And now we're probably, I think, there's a slight Russian dig there, but not really. We didn't really cross the line there. Is it an insult if it's, like, true? No. I mean, it's it's all in jest, though, isn't it? It is all in jest. We can't be too serious about these things. We certainly We've got to have a joke. 
About the Greeks from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Turks said. That's what <laughs> Then before they out, they're like, oh, gosh, <laughs> at the doors. <laughs> Chair politics, yeah, what's it like? That's right. So, that's, how the, that's how the Troy started. That's right. Yeah. Where are we even at the, in the Cafe Pacific. That's right. My number two. <laughs> uh, so literally, blew me away. I've always wanted to travel Cafe Pacific since, but I've literally never gone anywhere near Hong Kong again. And I've just never had the convenient lineup of Cafe Pacific. Was it, so at the time you went to Hong Kong, we met in, we met in Hong Kong. Who'd you fly there? Different, different trip. Ah, uh, that was, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you bought me the flights, dude. You were my flight agent. I was, then. I, I was a travel I agent. I wasn't a travel agent then, was I? Yeah, you bought me the, the flights to China. I wasn't a good travel agent. No, I'm sure you probably made a pretty penny out of me. Oh, you know, I marked up all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, I can't remember. I, I can't, I, I don't remember. The, Singapore um, Airlines probably it was one. Of, I think it was Singapore or one of those. Well, let me, let me piggyback on your Cathay because my number two, I think, is also going to be Cathay Pacific. Ah, um, only because of a experience that I got to have flying their business class, mm. coming back from the Philippines. Yeah. Um, now I had a very interesting experience. Um, look, and I, I, I think we, I might have touched on this again in our previous air, but do you know what? Yeah, we haven't planned this, so yeah. it's fine. Flying back from. Uh, Bang, bang, bang. Was I in Boracay or Manila? Doesn't matter. Probably not. Manila. Flying back from Manila, yep. mum treated me with some of her points. Flying for my, oh, for my birthday mm. and upgraded me to business class flying back to Perth. Oh. Yes. So I flew Cathay from Manila to Hong Kong and then Cathay from Hong Kong to Singapore. Mm. And then from Singapore to Perth was with Qantas. Right. The flight from um, Philippine, Manila to Hong Kong Mm-hmm. was probably by far my best business class experience that I've ever had. Yeah. And the flight was an hour and a half, yeah. which was super disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember getting into it was like that um it was that type of business class where you had like the the life flat so it was like all like diagonal like you were like diagonal up the rows and if you wanted to put your chair out and like fold it into a bed, you could. Massive like, you know, 32 inch screen which is pretty big for a Little business class area, thirty two inch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I could that could be way too big. Yeah, I, I don't know how many thirty two. Actually, thirty two inches is pretty big, isn't it? That's okay. That's yeah, thirty two inches is huge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I want to I make sure we've got this clear because my TV's fifty five. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not thirty two then. So, so <laughs> it's one hell of a. I'd say um, maybe sixteen then. I think 16 sounds about right. Yeah. So 32 inches, 81.3 centimetres. So I mean, that's definitely that's, not. It's like a metre. It's definitely not. <laughs> definitely not that. Even 16 is too big. It, either way, it was, it, was a, it was a lovely large screen. No, Liam. Stories like this are only fun when you narrow down into the You're right. detail. You're the right. The detail. Damn it. I'm joking. I'm You're joking. Eight inches. So it was a big TV. Let's just say that. It was, Let's just say that. It was, it was a large TV than, than the average uh, bear. And the the, to- the toilet, the toilet in this in this um, this plane, yeah. it was massive. Oh, like God. it had its own window to look out the win- at, at yeah. the win- window. Really, <laughs> the toilet that- had a window. The toilet had a window. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I've never got off the toilet. No, no. And you'd be, in- be- <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> you'd be in there for hours. Yeah, and I'm like, you should have given me a window seat then. So <laughs> <laughs> you're nowhere. So you're in business class. Oh, oh yeah, the caviar was terrible. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm in there for so long. God damn you. 
<laughs> well, how was your business class, Rob? I, I don't know. I sat in the toilet the whole time. <laughs> didn't, didn't watch a second movie. Didn't get this. Didn't get to pull the chair back. Just sat on the toilet because I had a window. Yeah, man, the view. <laughs> it's <was> amazing. <laughs> so I got off that flight and had a, had a great time in Hong Kong Airport in the, in the business class lounge. That was very lovely. Yeah. And then I got on the flight from um, Hong Kong to Singapore, which is mm. about four, four or five hours, a bit longer. And I was a little bit disappointed because it was an older plane. Like you were talking before about those planes that existed in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This plane was probably from the 90s, right? So yeah. the business class was basically, instead of like those pod things that you normally get in the newer airlines, yeah. it was like just three big kind of lounge chairs, in a, chairs. in a row. Yeah. Um, had AM and FM radio. It did. Mm-hmm. It had like the every seat. Every seat had those little TVs that came up from the chair rest. Oh, like I was really? Talking about before, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and mine didn't work. Oh my god, it didn't work. Like I was trying to watch Taken, Liam Neeson's Taken. Yeah. And uh, anything that was Taken with your access to a television, and I was very upset. <laughs> but do you know what? Do you know what made that that trip even better though, and why it's still in my number two? Why is because the staff on that plane were. Fucking delightful. Yeah. I was sick. I like a runny nose, sore throat. And the lady came up to me and she was like, are you okay? I was like, "Uh, you know, pretty average. Mm. She was like, do you want a hot toddy? I was like, yes, I would would love, I would love whiskey and hot water and lemon and honey. They gave you a hot toddy. She, She offered me and I graciously accepted a hot toddy. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. That is. And a, a two or three more hot toddies after that. So there was no limit on the toddy? No limit on the toddy, no. It was an, it was an untapped toddy? Untapped toddy. That's a great name for a bar, mm. the untapped toddy. In comparison, the flight from Singapore back to Perth with Qantas, I had a runny nose and I asked- No toddies. No to- not only no toddies, my friend, <laughs> but the seatbelt sign was on. Seatbelt sign was on. I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. But it was that- when the time when the seatbelt sign is on but the staff can still move around- Oh yeah, and I was very conscious about me sniffing, yeah, and because obviously everyone's paid good money to be in business sure. class. So I asked the lady, I said, "Hey, can I please have a tissue?" And she was mm. like, "Yeah, when the seatbelt sign goes off, you can just go down to the toilet and get one yourself." Mm. Mm. And I was like, "God, Qantas business class? What is this?" That was business class. Yeah, and I know it was only one old, probably lady who's on the verge of retirement, not wanting to be there. Yeah, stuck in my head though. Yeah. Stuck in my head. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but Cathay Pacific definitely. I've flown them plenty of times. Yeah. And every time I've flown them, they've been... It's quality. 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 It's definitely... the one In my experience, that my little experience, I was like, damn, next opportunity, I'm going to go Cafe Pacific. It's a good idea. Haven't had another opportunity, but there, I tell you what, I will. Soon, my friend. Mm. Soon. Mm. When we do our massive one-month-long trip around Japan, whenever that happens, we will fly... When that happens. Singapore Airlines. Uh, Cafe Pacific. I mean, <laughs> whoever's cheapest. Qantas. Uh, no, no, not Qantas. <laughs> damn it. I'm going to laugh so hard right now if your number one is Qantas. My number one is not Qantas. Okay. My number one is a little low-cost Thai airline called Knock Air. So this was your number three. Yeah, I bumped it up to number one. So usually you, usually your MO is to take a number three and bump it out of your list altogether. But I bumped this, it up. But this time you've gone right at the top. This is what happens though when you're actually forming a list live. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's my number three. And I was like, actually, no. I've got much more affection for both Cafe Pacific, for, yeah. uh, for Nokia than, than Cafe. Than any sure. Because the thing about Nokia is I've never been in a Nokia flight longer than 75 minutes. Why would you have to be? So 
you really can't begrudge any any experience. There's nothing that you actually dislike about that experience because you don't you're not you're not you're not there long enough to build up any resentment. Sure, you know it's so short. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever happens, it's going to be over. Anyone who complains about a Nokia flight, you're like, yeah. come on, mate, seriously. And, and what I like about Nokia yeah. is that it's very cheap. But there's also this whole little there's this whole little experience to it. So when you're in Bangkok, for example. Nokia doesn't get fly out of Savannah Boom. Mm. You've got to go to the other airport. Yeah, you know, so you've got to so you land at Savannah Boom, and then you take a little taxi ride. You know, so you got to, it still works out to be much cheaper, and mm. it's a little adventure. Yeah. You know, you get to drive through Bangkok, which is fun. You know, so you drive through a little bit of Bangkok. Driving you, through any Asian metropolis, especially yeah. at nighttime, is a fun experience. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. And then you get to this other airport, and then you're there. You got Nokia, and Nokia. I, I use Nokia all the time. Yeah. I travel Nokia all the time. I've been on it many times. It's opened up Asia, you could say. Oh, is that, um, their, is that their slogan? And it's always this very fun, very cheap. Oh. Um, on one occasion, uh, a friend of mine, when I was this is when I was living in, in in Chiang Mai, I think I I think I reference this part of my life in almost every single episode. Just just we I have always, our things. We, we have our things. Yeah, we have our things. Um, and like a friend of mine was like um, like traveling through, and he landed in Bangkok, and he got drunk, and he lost his wallet. And he's, I must have had his passport, but he lost his wallet. He woke up, it was all gone. I'm actually thinking he lost his passport too. I've got this. Is, I'm losing the details of the story here, but I just remember he was pretty much screwed. He had no access to money. Yeah. He had he's he had like a driver's license, I think, is what he used to kind of. But he had nothing. Wow. He had like he had like he had the key deposit. He took the key back. The key the key deposit was like. 200 baht, yeah. which was enough from the hostel to the airport, to the Nokia airport in a taxi. Yep. And I, on the moment, just booked him a flight to Chiang Mai where he could come up and at least be like with friends. Yep. And like we could put him up. Yep, you know, for sure. Give him, I, I could drive him around the next day, drive him to the, the police station to report things and just get it all out. But the last flight was leaving in like... 90 minutes. Yeah. So he had to make a decision right there and then to go through his plan. <laughs> yeah. He then had lost all access. He had only been in the country for 24 hours. He'd lost all access to phone credit. So once he left that hostel, he left Wi-Fi. So he had no way to communicate. Wow. So on a wing and a prayer, with his last 200 baht, he had to get to the airport and, cat and make this plane. <laughs> Otherwise, it was game over. And sure enough, Nokia took care of him. And he got to Chiang Mai and then sorted himself out and, and then never looked back. Yeah. The pastry, they used to have a little pizza pocket type uh, hot pastry, which okay. was always a winner, which yeah. was always particularly good because you didn't get that in AirAsia. No. And you're paying twice, triple the price for AirAsia. Sure. But in Nokia, you get yourself a little pastry. Cheeky little pastry. Greatest part of the Nokia experience, though. Yeah. On one flight, I was there in the plane, <laughs> and because they're the, there, the, the knock. Knock is like the word for bird, I think. Like, like it's the Thai word for birds. It's like bird air or something like that. Makes sense. And there's this little cartoon picture of this little yellow bird. Like I'm, I'm, I'm questioning myself a little bit because was it a chicken? Was it a bird? It mustn't be a chicken because chickens are flightless. So an airline that calls itself Chicken Air, <laughs> not, probably not likely. Probably bird air. As I'm sitting there, yeah. a person in a bird costume, a yellow bird costume, gets on the plane. Sure. And goes onto the back of the plane and sits at the back of the plane with another person with a Nokia attire, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And, the, and the, it looked like the it looked like the the brand, you know, it looked like the Nokia the logo. logo. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Anyway, I thought that was weird. And then we started. I have I always have my little iPad, so I start watching a movie, and um, then all of a sudden I start to hear singing. 
And I'm like, what? And I'm like, get up. And then I take my headphones off. And the, the person in the costume and the person that was attending, so the person who was attending with them, yeah. is singing a song in Thai and the person in the costume is kind of dancing behind them. And they just did a couple of renditions, about two or three songs. Yeah. And everyone clapped afterwards and they sat down. And that was the in-flight entertainment. I was going to say, this was in-flight. This was in-flight. This was in-flight. I mean, and I was just like, what a surreal experience. <laughs> like, so much charm. Yeah. So much, like, just, it just filled, they know what me, they are. filled me with joy. And and I was like, gosh, this yeah. is great. And they know what they are. Yeah. There's not going to be any other in-flight entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Let's chuck a guy in a chicken suit on there. Oh. Sing a few opera songs and away yeah. you go. I'll tell you what, I'm just thinking this, this story now. And I'm just remembering, like, I used to park my motorcycle at the airport for free. Yeah. Because you just didn't, it was a motorcycle parking lot. So every time I took a flight, I'd ride my motorbike to the airport, I'd park it, I'd just walk into the airport, mm. I'd get my Starbucks coffee, which I think we talked about once before, in the, caramel in, macchiato yeah. in, the lo- in, the, in the lobby, and then I'd jump on the flight, knock air, wherever, somewhere in, somewhere in Thailand. Yeah. And then I'd come back and I'd just walk out of the airport and I'd just go and jump on my, my motorbike and, away you go. and cruise home, which was only about 15 minutes away. Perfect. Well, I'm just remembering that time of my life. Gosh, didn't realise how good I had it. Yeah. And this is the things that airblinds can bring out. Mm, mm. Everyone's probably going, probably get to this point, not even that point. Probably look at the uh, the title of this episode and think airlines. Yeah, how do you rank that? And that's how you rank that. That's how you rank that. So charm, style, affordability, comfort. Yeah, knock air snacks, snacks, quirk. <laughs> Had the whole lot. Okay. Have you seen the um? Have you seen what some of the uh, internal like Vietnamese airlines do? No. Now. This might be problematic in some countries, but they get their um the air hostesses yeah all just in bikinis. What? Yeah, <laughs> just in bikinis. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm not too sure if they still do that, but like it was like a massive thing and a massive story back in the. Uh, when I, was this? I wouldn't have been too long ago. They they might even still do it now. Um, wow. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. My number one is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See this um, is, this thing though, I I don't think I'd like that experience in an airplane because this one thing the airplane has is lots of creepy old men. Okay, and I'm in tight. I'm in tight. What's the word? Proximity. Uh, proximity. Yeah. Tight proximity. And you know that. Those- and I don't think I want any kind of sexuality. Yeah. That would. Yeah, that, that's on display for kind of like kind of creepy old guys that I'm sitting shoulder to shoulder with. Yeah, you wouldn't get fa- personally. You wouldn't get families in that flight. No, no. You get no. the you get the guys specifically buying that flight for that specific reason. It's like the whole trip. They're like, yeah, they actually don't. Yeah. They actually never leave the airport. They just get on those flights. It's one of those like, flights yeah. that goes up and down. It's probably been a big hit during yeah. COVID times. Probably fly to Patea actually if they're going to go anywhere. Let's be real. Probably would do. Yeah. So I've, I've, I'm having a bit of a, a last minute crisis. I won't lie. Oh. Because I, I quite enjoyed your your number one, ah. and I didn't want mine to be as basic uh, as it is in my head. But I'm also now thinking about all these little other flights that I've taken around countries and around continents yeah. that have been. But I can't really think of any. Like I've had the American Airlines across America, rubbish. Yeah, I've had the little prop planes all through Philippines. Yeah, exciting, but not overly like yeah. you know yeah. standoutish. So I'm, I'm just gonna have to go with my. Uh, You're gonna have to go. With gonna, stick, stick true to yourself, Len. It's uh, it's a really boring and, and obvious choice, but it is just Singapore Airlines. Oh yeah, just in general. 
Yeah. And you know what? I don't even, I actually don't need to spend too much time on this because you've already touched on Singapore Airlines quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. But I have never had a bad experience. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a pretty. Outside. Oh. And it's not their fault. Oh. But there was one flight that I was on. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was a flight from, I want to say Singapore to, Singapore to LA, I think. Quite, yeah. a, quite a long flight. And that is a big one. And I was asleep, as was most of the cabin. Yes. And then a lady, out of nowhere, lets out this blood-curdling scream. Like oh. Just out of nowhere. I thought you were going to say fart. No. <laughs> a scream. What was that? Yeah. Someone, someone died? No. She, she just happened to have this hectic dream. And, oh, a and dream. She, and she let out, but this scream was like someone had literally just stabbed her. Like it was like that kind of blood curdling scream in the whole cabin, probably the whole plane. To be honest with you, and those planes weren't small; those ones, you know, those long haul ones that are massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably woke everybody up, and we turned around. And, and um, I've also been on a Singapore Airlines flight where someone's died. Really? Yeah. Old old fella had a heart attack, and yeah. they're like, "Is there a doctor on the board?" Yeah. I've, have you heard that before? No. I've heard that several times. Really? Yeah, yeah, several times. And it's, it's always in the dead of night when you're yeah. like asleep and you hear just like, and I always fall asleep with my headphones on because I'm like usually watching a movie or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see this, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is there a doctor on board? If there's a doctor on board, please make yourself known to uh, to staff. I wonder how often it happens. I reckon probably more often than, than you think. Is there a thing to it? Is there like a high, is it a high risk activity? In, in, is it an air pressure thing or like a, what do they call it? You know, like the, like the, uh, what happens to your veins? Oh, the deep vein thrombosis? Is it something to do with deep vein thrombosis? I, I couldn't tell you. It could be a number of things. It could have been just like someone having feeling faint. It could be something like... I've never actually seen... Like, it's never actually been in my vicinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I've always heard, I've heard that, that... What's going on? And it always gives, me, gives you a bit of chills as well. You're like, ooh, like the adrenaline starts running. Like, what's happening? Mm. This is hectic. Mm. But that's not why Singapore Airlines is my number one. Singapore Airlines is just like... It's That's why. <laughs> because I killed him and got away with it. Yeah. That, Singapore Airlines helped me do it. Did you know there's no laws in the sky? <laughs> it's great. You can slip a fire tenant $50. They'll do anything. Well. Yeah. School's my friend. He's dead tired. Have you seen that Arnold Schwarzenegger film Commando? No. So there's a scene in, in Commando. Oh, no, I have he, seen Commando, but I don't remember this scene. He, he goes into an airplane, yeah. and um, he's with his. Uh, he's a prisoner. Yeah. Let's just say that he's yeah. a prisoner. Yeah. Um, and as the plane's taking off, he when no one's looking, he's like he like hits the guy in the head. <laughs> his, his arms are handcuffed, and he like, hits the guy in the head, and then he smacks him down and yeah. he kills him. Oh. That's not very nice. And then he puts like a blanket over him, you know, puts a blanket and then he gets up, puts a blanket over him and their flight attendant comes up and goes, oh, can I get your friend anything? And he's like, no, just leave him. He's dead tired. <laughs> and then he goes into the luggage department yeah. and, he fl- and he crawls down to the bottom of the plane yeah. and as the plane's taking off, he crawls onto the wheel yeah. and he's holding onto the wheel as the plane takes off. And then he jumps off the wheel and he lands into a, a, a reeds in a lake. I think I've seen that. that yeah, I, yeah. I, I, and he I gets up and he's just like... Just fine. Just like, just he's just fine. fine. He's just fine. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, not, not to mention that any time that... As soon as that wheel takes off the thing, it's already like 100 meters in the air, like immediately. That's right. So he falls a long way. But he landed in reeds, which are notoriously soft. soft. As a pillow. <laughs> 
But no, there's, um, really, there's, there's actually there's actually really not much more to say about Singapore Airlines. Yeah. It's comfortable. It's good. The flight attendants are amazing. They're, they're beautiful and handsome all at the same time. Yeah. They, the food is always amazing. Yeah. The last trip I went on to Japan, um, it was me, Nick, and Div. And we were like looking at the menu. They're like, oh, there's cognac. I wonder if we can just get cognac. Yeah. And we got cognac after cognac after cognac. After oh, really? Cognac. Let's get bringing it to us. It's beautiful. In flight entertainment, fantastic. Wow. Comfort, perfect. Wow. Oh, man. Look, I will pay more. I will pay $200, $300 more to fly them anywhere if the option is available. Yeah, I agree. And then you, the layovers off near Changi, which is a good airport too. Look, there's no doubt that Changi is one of, if not the best airport <sighs> in the world. But we discussed that at length in our in our airports uh, traditions episode. Every time though, yeah, I know. every time I we do know. a podcast, I just go, "Oh God, who knows?" Remember those days? Remember yeah. those days? Oh, soon, my friend. Any honourables before we uh, wrap this bad boy up? Well, not an honourable that I've ever flown on, but I always fought the um, the blimp. <laughs> like there's one there's one technology I'm kind of regretful like airline technology there's a couple of options that have that have gone yeah which I kind of am regretful of the yeah. blimp yeah you know I think the blimp would have been a really you know really nice way to travel you know have you ever seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade there's a blimp scene and there's a big and it's just like spacious okay it's like a hotel lobby in the sky okay you know like they're walking around there's tables there's little it's like it's like there's like little carriages where people can have a little nap. Like it just looks fantastic. Do you know what the funniest thing about the blimp to me is? What is that? That carriage you're describing yeah. is this little tiny little speck on mm. this massive balloon, enormous balloon. Yeah, I saw a photo the other day yeah. of people doing repairs to the outer edge of the blimp during a flight. So like they used to during the flight, they'd climb up to the top of the blimp and put chains on when they're up in the sky, and they have to go down. And sometimes like you know, knock a dead bird off or something like that, or like <laughs> Get some kind of. Then, of course, we learned, you know, the world learned the hard way that um, a giant hydrogen mm-hmm. balloon wasn't yeah. such a good idea. Just a smidge flammable. <laughs> <laughs> but I always thought the blimp would be a fun way to travel. Uh, hot air ballooning, I think, would be fun. That's not really an airline, but it's just a, a method of air travel. Um, <laughs> so I'm probably stretching a little bit now. Um, I think the private jet. Yes. Never. This may surprise you, Liam. Okay. Never taken a private jet. Oh, man, jet. Can I, I can recommend it. It's fantastic. <laughs> Never taken business class. In fact, you know, if there's an airline out, out there that's listening to this podcast yes, and it's like, we didn't get a mention. Okay. If you want a sponsor, Legit- I, will, I will legitimately plug you. Yeah. But on one condition, you just, oh, give, fra- you just give me business class flights. What, what's your phrasing there, man? Oh, what's that? You can't just say, I'll plug you. You can't say that. If you give me business class flights, <laughs> someone gave me business class flights, anything's possible. Um, <laughs> so honourable mention, that's pretty much all I got. Really, I well, mean, I've only, got, I've only got one that I can think of that I probably should have put in my list proper. Yep. But it's it's the um, I flew one flight from London to Tokyo with Virgin oh, yeah. Virgin Atlantic. Yes. Now the reason I I really enjoyed this and it's an honourable mention is because a same as the other ones, comfort, good good um, good entertainment. Mm. My favorite bit about that flight, flying to, Jap- flying to Japan, mm. what's their meals? Little bento boxes. Oh. But like bento boxes with like the traditional stuff, like soba noodles and like oh. the cold soba and a little bit of katsu, a little bit of like, oh. like they did like a, like a really good job of it. And oh, wow. And yeah, it sticks out like like anything else. But yeah, that, that's the only honorable mention I can think of right now. Sticks I th- out like a satisfied, comfortable pair of dog's bikes. That's right. It's my favorite saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So look, I think for a um for for an episode on airlines, yes, that we hadn't planned, yes, it improved. That was quite fun. I'd say we uh, we took off and landed it. We that's right. Well, I mean, we we can't be the judges of that. The listens will tell the uh, they'll vote. They'll vote. They'll vote. Vote with their clicks. <laughs> but I think I think do you know what I think we should do this again next week. I think we've got the wheel. We've got the wheel cranking. Let's, let's roll it out for a while. See how we go with the wheel. We've got so many good ideas on here. And, and send, the, send more, send more ideas, and we want more ideas. We send, do. Send we need. In. Yes, we need more ideas. Yeah, yeah. This wheel is only going to last us so long. Yes. So, my friend, before we end up before the day, I'm going to give it to you again for a final thought. What's your final thought? Just to appreciate the wonders of uh, air travel. Beautiful. You know, like it opens up the world. I, I always talk about opening up the world, but air travel is unfucking believable. You know, and as far as final thoughts go. Pretty spot on, my friend. Pretty spot on. See you next Tuesday.